<laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm joined by my co-host and fiance Agu. Oh, I thought you were gonna do like a call-out thing. We just we're just dancing. Okay. Oh well, we this is a <laughs> podcast. Hi, hey guys. <laughs> All right. Um, so if this is your first time joining us, we normally have our third co-host Mabel with us. She's stepping away for a little while. Um, but we love and miss her very much and hope she's back soon. Um, and we cover reality shows on love and relationships. So right now we're covering Married at First Sight season 12. We just watched episode four, Romance or Regret, where everybody meets with their uh, new in-laws and they're getting ready to go to the honeymoons. And if you've been watching this show, you know that this episode was a lot, particularly for one couple. And... I don't really want to bury the lead. I think we should just get into Chris and Paige and all the shenanigans that happen. Chris is the worst. Chris <laughs> is the worst. An opinion He's you share with worst. most of the internet from what I've read. <laughs> <sighs> it's a lot. So let's just a high level recap what happened. So they get married. She saw some red flags that she was hanging in there. She's given him the benefit of the doubt. That night, apparently, they stayed up late talking. They ended up having sex. In the morning, they ended up having sex again. And Chris said he was going to go get, like, menus or something to get so they could order breakfast. He's gone for, like, an hour, doesn't answer his phone. So she's just waiting in the hotel room. He comes back. She's like, hey, what happened? And he said he had a panic attack because he wasn't feeling complete attraction for her and was really freaking out about that. So right after this, she has to go to brunch with her in-laws. And so she <laughs> shares a meal with um, his family and immediately tells them all of this. <laughs> and it kind of workshops it with them of like, what's going on? Mm. Uh, so let's stop there. So this is a lot. <laughs> This is, this is so much, I guess. Like, so this is going to feel like I'm going off topic, but I promise you I'm not. Um, but we got some really cool, we got a message from a person who uh, listens and um, I think it was on the gram uh, and they were saying, a lot of great things and we're we were like flattered and one of the things the person mentioned was that we weren't uh i don't know how she worded it but we didn't give snap judgment that mm -hmm. we tried to like look at both sides and um like i really appreciate that you know you guys some people see this and we, we're trying to do that more often i'm waiting but, for that but <laughs> there it is well, because you just it's so hard to do with chris that's the I problem know, I know. it's like it really is it is the most difficult thing and when we were watching this uh i remember you saying like chris is the worst pr agent for himself mm -hmm. like he he's so 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 bad at describing his situation and i don't you not being attractive to someone is okay but to say that and then like this is the definition of object this is the definition of objectifying someone like he yeah said oh you're not my type da 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 but your butt is big. Like that's essentially like the, the summary of all the things he's been saying. Yeah. And it's just, it's really hard to defend that. Right. And I've, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I just see I you're struggling. I know. Like, I feel like I've seen a lot of the conversation around this go to like, how dare he not find her attractive because she's gorgeous. And then they start like talking about how they don't think he's attractive. I don't think any of that shit matters. Like what attraction is completely subjective. And that's not the point of any of this. The point is we've seen many couples on married at first sight where maybe the chemistry isn't quite there from the start. Maybe there's um, 
just a less of that attraction from the beginning because there's a lot going on and sometimes it, it takes a while to kind of get used to a person and get like a full sense of them. And I think um, his instinct where he's spending his first night with his new wife and they're talking and everything, his instinct of being like, oh, I'm not completely attracted to her. So why don't, why don't I see if, uh, you know, maybe if we have sex, then that'll help me grow attracted to her. Like that's such a, that's such an oversimplified way of looking at how to build attraction. Like you got yeah. married, that's supposed to be forever. Maybe wait a minute, maybe get to know this person. Like she's, there's a lot of page to discover outside of just like the sexual part of page. And like all of that stuff is in my opinion, more of what builds attraction than the physical stuff. And like his, it seems like he really doesn't understand that at all because he did it twice of like trying, you know, <laughs> to facilitate that attraction through yeah. just, you know, physical and like, maybe that can work for some people. I don't know, but the, it just seems very, very short sighted to be like, oh, we'll just, you know, do this stuff and it'll be fine. It's like, you gotta, you gotta build a foundation, man. Like you, <laughs> you yeah. can't just jump into that if you're having that hesitation and that's okay just give it time yeah yeah just just give it time for sure i think we've seen this in a, f in a few different couples like you said in previous seasons and i get it like it is it must be extremely difficult to be in a relationship with someone that you don't find attractive, especially if it seems like every relationship he's had before then, he has been extremely attracted to the person. So to go mm -hmm. from madly in love, madly attracted to uh, not sure, I get it. I get that that's a difficult thing. Um, but like you said, if you know you feel that way, maybe don't try rushing into it. And if you are going to rush into it, because I even that, like I get the weird logic he has of, all right, I don't feel that I don't feel that attraction. Maybe let's try this. It's like the whole try not to put that person in a friend zone. I like get the weird level of yeah, yeah. A, his thought process. But yeah. if then you go that route, you can't then you have to have enough self-recognition or just just the mental, just the emotional intelligence to know you can't then just say the next day mm -hmm. I had a panic attack because the idea of being with you gave me a panic attack like mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta do better i i don't deny that he's had a panic attack well yeah that, that must be difficult yeah yeah for sure yeah because there's been some comments of people like yeah he didn't look like he had a panic attack like he looked way too that's not what we're gonna debate <laughs> no <laughs> someone says like, they well... had a panic attack we have no reason not to believe that that's fine but yeah. what we're trying to say i think and what you're trying to say is like all the things leading up to that that maybe triggered a pan panic attack could have been maybe avoided by a little bit more just thought <laughs> about it. But I think yeah. it, that we're also seeing that Chris prioritizes his sexual relationship and sees that really as the relationship with a person. You know, mm. like I think there's there's something to be said for like the, the couples we've seen in the past where it's like, oh, the attraction isn't there right off the bat. But like, I recognize that like I got married for, uh, you know, a partner and like all of the the many, many, many other reasons that you want to be with someone besides like having someone to have sex with, you know, and it, like he's been that that has been his priority this whole time. And so mm -hmm. it's it's very clear now that like. He's tried to force that to make that be okay because it seems like he also has a pretty high sex drive, which is like, it's fine. But you also need to like make sure that your partner is cool with like there has to be a discussion around needs there and like figure out what's okay for both people. Hmm. But then he's completely it's like 
it's like he's seeing this as like, oh, what a mistake. I'm not attracted to her. Like, what's the point in this? Like, not even seeing, like, sex is one small component of a relationship. Like, to make that the whole thing and not this, like, this huge issue is just like, you, it, it doesn't feel like he really knows what a marriage is, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's never been in one, to be fair. I mean, he's tried. <laughs> he's tried. I think part of it, and he hasn't said this yet, but I think part of this is he's clearly working, in his words, very hard to get to a certain level, right? Like he talks mm -hmm. about how he he wants to get to a certain financial level and that and how he was homeless at one point. I think, and this is... I think he views the partner, having a partner that looks a certain way, decide is part of that too, right? Like, yeah. I think, I think the concern for him is, you know, if, oh, if my partner, I think, I think uh, Paige is beautiful, let's say that, but mm -hmm. I think in his head, oh, if I have a partner that isn't gorgeous or that isn't you know or just doesn't meet whatever subjective requirements he does of appearance that that i think he views that as a failing on that's a show of his character i think and <laughs> and i like i think that's why he could separate because yeah the sex and attraction that can be two different things so i don't disagree but the fact that it was the next morning when he was doing his daily, like, I think that's the thing that he, he feels sh shame having her at his side. He, he doesn't view her as the, the beautiful trophy, trophy that goes with his accomplishments. The literal object of a trophy. <laughs> and that is so, so hard. And like, I'm trying, like, I'm trying so hard to give him the benefit of the doubt. And like, let's be honest, there are people who think that way. And this is not, this is not a new thing. This is not, there's plenty of people who are this way. Yeah. If you know you are this way, maybe don't get into a situation where you're leaving it to a bunch of strangers to, mm. to decide who you marry. Interesting. You know, weird, right? Like if you want to have the, the beautiful trophy woman at your side maybe you should go and find that as opposed to trying to get some experts and some strangers to find that for you yeah if you're so, such a big boss you should have no problem finding ladies right you know like okay like it's just it's so and i think so there's that stage i feel like there's a few different things here that there's that there's the part with his family and Paige when they had that <laughs> conversation <laughs> Which was, first of all, the idea of having any type of sex conversation with a partner's parents. Who you just met. That you just, I mean, even, par, just, yep. I don't even want to talk about that with my own mom in that level of detail. No, no. Or my own father with that level of detail. Like, <laughs> not to mention someone else's, it's just weird and it is weird and i appreciate that she so initially when she said that i was like oh why are you doing this but then you realize like episode beforehand her father-in-law spent like a large portion of their conversation talking about how chris has needs and blah 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 so it's i get it it's like all right they opened up they opened up this they uh... want to talk about this and they're gonna have it because their son did some weird stuff oh, i just boy. yeah the instinct for her to bring it up with her you know in-laws was odd to me but i in in some weird way i think it did kind of it, it seemed like it was it was good that she was like willing to talk about it and wasn't something that she was trying to like keep private or think that was something like wrong with her and it sounds like she talked to some friends about it right away and i'm glad that she kind of reached out to her support system is like this thing happened like can you help me process this because i don't know what to make of it um kind of a weird choice with his family but i don't know maybe that just 
I don't know. I don't know about that. It, it just more felt extra weird to me because her father-in-law is, you know, like you said, brought up sex with her right away and like the expectations that his son was going to have with her. And that's clearly something he taught his son to believe was true. And he's again, like complimenting her figure and saying she's gorgeous and beautiful. And like, there was just, I don't, I don't want to like spend too much time on it, but just his body language, like sitting next to her. All I'm saying is like, if I were sitting next to a man who was like, kind of like lean back and like looking at me like that, like getting a full shot, like that puts me on edge immediately. Like that's a, that's a big no vibe, you know? So like in that context, that's why I'm saying it's weird because I would feel extremely uncomfortable with the vibe at that table. I might, Mm. and maybe you talk about like, not the sex part, but just that he said he's not attracted to you. That's a thing to talk about. You don't have to necessarily say that you had sex two times, but you know, it's, it's, there's a lot going on there. And I think there's a lot of dynamics that like, I might not fully be picking up on because we only see like a few minutes of it. So it's just, Mm. it just, everything about it was so unbelievably uncomfortable i think one of the parts of that conversation like there's so much that's uncomfortable i mean this entire episode anytime their scenes came up i was just cringing um but when his i don't know if it was the mother or aunt or it was one of the two ladies Mm -hmm. on his side they're like well was he drunk well was he like this is the problem with having this conversation like they are going to be they just met you they're going to naturally be on the side of their son and and this is maybe me even looking more into this than we have available information we have available but if he is doing as as well as he says he is on this show Mm he is probably covering some expenses for them. So now we're in a weird dynamic where you can't even, I think people forget this because I've seen a lot of reactions of people like, how dare these parents, da, 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 da. It's a very different dynamic when the son is paying for stuff for their parents. And maybe, maybe we stumbled into something interesting here, but like, if that is the case, it is not in their best interest to say that their son is being like, they could fear retaliation. They could fear like, mm. so, and you know, this, you know, that he is financially, whatever, like you just, it's just, you gotta, you gotta read the room. And yeah. I, mm. interesting. That is a very, very interesting take because I think. I I still don't really believe that he's as financially successful as he claims to be. (laughs) So if Mm -hmm. I didn't have that feeling, I think I would be more on board with your theory, but I could see that as a possibility. I just, honestly, everyone's like talking about him as this huge villain and this big manipulator and there all these theories about like, you know, the whole pregnancy storyline and how that was like set up by him and whatever, Mm -hmm. all these different things. Honestly, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't know how to say this. I don't I don't know if he's like the master manipulator. Um, no, he's like stumbling through stuff. Yeah, I think he's like. just making a lot of mistakes and not knowing yeah. what to do about it. And this is just, we're seeing the wreckage in his wake, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like Paige is unfortunately going to be a casualty of that. And I so I, I really don't think there's anything larger at play. And I think when mm. it comes to his family, more of the feeling I got was... um. It's, I think a lot of times if like there's, you know, we all have good and bad qualities. If the the bad qualities of the people we care about, we're, we're more willing to um, make allowances for and uh, try to, you know, fluff around it so that it's, it's not a big, that big of a deal. I, I think they know what kind of person Chris is. They don't, they don't need to be told by anybody what like what Chris's behavior tells them about him. I think they, they perfectly well know who he is and Mm. there's, there's nothing in it for them to be like, yeah, he's a jerk or he's done this in the past. Like they're, they're Mm. like, you're saying they're going to look out for him because he's their family, you know? And so again, that puts Paige at the mercy of um, 
this particular family's culture around like this particular topic and also mm. just like justifying bad behavior because it's easier to <laughs> it's, that's so yeah that's which is dumb part. it's it's messed up but like yeah <laughs> that's where it is i think yeah it's easier to say hey my son made a mistake as opposed to oh maybe there's a larger issue here yeah that and then you sit there addressed. and tell her to write it out like really that's your advice yeah yeah you know it's <sighs> there's and then the for him to afterwards try to switch turn the tables on her of like i'm from chicago and we don't talk about a person's parents or their kids or and I, how dare you talk about sex his first question like the first time they met he was asking her do you have a high sex drive do you have con do you wear con do you do uh contraception contraceptives and are or you something? a virgin and like you, that's all you've talked about is sex so from to be one. like from day one that's literally yeah. all yeah like it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous yeah and I and like I love the oh from Chicago because other areas is totally fine to talk crap about their mom, <laughs> like that's it's only a Chicago thing. Like the, what the heck are you talking about? You be tread lightly around Chicago, talking about people's mothers. <laughs> what the heck? What a I know, I know. It did feel a little bit like um, he knows he kind of messed up a little bit, and mm. then he just like took any bit of her her, her behavior he could like kind of pinpoint and like pretend to have a problem with, and then just stuck with it. So now mm. they're. I think in his eyes, he's like, okay, cool. We both messed up. Let's just call it a draw. And it's like, no, you messed up, honey. Honey, you messed up. <laughs> That's it. Like, let's let's talk about this. But just, I mean, what is this telling us about how Chris handles conflict, too? Like, he doesn't mm -hmm. talk about what the, you know, like, if he had, I don't know if this is the right time to, would be the right time to say it, but, like, if uh, that night, they're talking and stuff he's not really feeling attraction an option could have been just to talk about that just bring it up instead of like trying to solve the problem himself you know yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying like there were there were other ways to kind of try to solve that problem and he instead kind of took it on himself of like okay what do i need to do to like make this problem go away when like mm -hmm. you're in a partnership now i know that's like it takes a while to get used to that but that could have been an option or you could have just been like, okay, yeah, this is kind of a, a problem, I guess, in his eyes. We can also just wait and see what happens. Yeah. We can go on a, you know, cool honeymoon. We can hang out like this. We just see what this is. It doesn't have to, yeah. we don't have to, you know. I just want to use this opportunity to all the people who are hating on Zach and Mindy. <laughs> you know, see, this is what he, at least he did not go further okay he's like i'm not attracted to you but. he made it very clear from the beginning all the stuff that people were angry and mad at him for just gonna let he you did go it the right one. way hmm. i'm just i'm just saying okay zach i'm just i'm still defending you till this day man you weren't the best but you weren't like people over here making you look like a villain this yeah. is a villain this is a villain. This but is a clear villain. Another couple that people have drawn comparison to is Luke and Kate, because they had kind of a similar thing where Luke yeah. didn't feel attraction to Kate, but then they, you know, had sex a couple times. And then later yeah. he used the euphemism of like they kissed and then he felt dead inside, like <laughs> was re yeah. completely repulsed by her, apparently, yet went through with having sex and it's these things are difficult to talk about you know because it's like there's going to be it's it's all off of just like what both parties are saying and yeah. so it it makes you just kind of have to i don't know it, it feels just like massive speculation <laughs> all the time mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know how else to say that yeah yeah definitely um I guess before we leave Paige and Chris, um, I do think it's interesting to look at this from Paige's, Paige's side. Um, oh, I, shoot, 
I had to look this up beforehand because I wanted to make sure I pronounced this. So the sunk cost fallacy is what this reminds me of, where kind of summarize basically you don't quit something because you've already put in too much time or you put in money into it and you feel if I quit now I'd be losing that money or time that I put into it earlier meanwhile you're losing even more money and time by trying to make something work that is clearly not going to work and I think in the so I'm a lot more familiar with this in the business world. I'm, I, you know, I'm a business entrepreneurial geek or whatever. And there's this whole, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've never know. heard you refer to yourself as a geek. <laughs> I just thought of it just now and went with it. You're a business but, guy for sure. Yeah, I, I, I find this interesting. And there's this one quote that I've seen where it's like the best thing that can happen to you is success. The second best thing is that you fail quickly. Mm. So then that way you can give that up and try something else. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the, like he, Chris has given Paige a huge opportunity. Like he has failed quickly. This is That's true. very clear that That's this true. is a bad relationship. My concern is that she is going to continue because she has the right mentality. She has the I want this to work mentality. Which She's got the Mindy mentality. She does. Oh, okay. She does have the Mindy mentality. See what I'm saying? Um, but even more so, for being honest, like Mindy wasn't like having sex twice and, you know. So I'm worried that she's going to continue to try to make it work. And it's so it's so unfortunate like i i really wish he was paired with someone else like i wish he was paired with someone who would just say this is ridiculous i don't want this and cut it off like this mm -hmm. season feels like it's going to be them going through this i know it does feel like that i think yeah. what we've talked about in previous episodes about how her faith is really intertwined in this process she really feels like she was led to this she believes that this is the man that god wants her to be with um and i'm i'm really not trying to that's i'm not trying to have any level of sarcasm in my voice i'm trying to understand her perspective and how she's like going into this and so you know this could become a crisis of faith this is bigger than chris it doesn't matter who she was paired with if this was a fast or a slow fail of a relationship you know but um if she really believes that this is someone that god wants her to be with can you imagine the level of conflict that she's having trying to resolve that internally of like why would god want me to be with this guy <laughs> like it seems like this isn't really a great guy like i don't know if this is <laughs> you know yeah. like uh, of all of her first impressions of him i wonder what what she even considers to be like the benefits of what that she sees just in the in the very early days of being with him of mm -hmm. can you see any potential with this man or are you just seeing an avalanche of red flags and slowly burying you yeah. like it's um i really really worry about that with her because i think it's going to potentially draw out this really painful relationship where she's not having her needs met or even addressed or asked about in any way and everything is going to revolve around Chris and his uh, just the, the different decisions he's made that have had really serious consequences and are going to continue to affect him until he learns how to handle them better. And yeah. it's just like, I mean, we see the previews for the next episode. It sounds like that's when he gets the news about his um, ex-fiance being pregnant. And mm -hmm. that leads to a lot of extra stress so uh i i hate to see it i really do because Paige yeah. really could have like gone the distance with the the correct person oh for sure like she's for great sure. for this she is she really is um and yeah unfortunately it is that patience that she has that's going to be the the thing that makes this relationship even more difficult to to yeah. watch um yeah i just 
I know this has already happened. I know this has already been recorded. So there's no way any of the stuff we're saying now is she could hear it. But <laughs> it's like, I just, I really, really wish. Because like, I, I do get the thought process of, you know, God put put us together type of thing. Well, maybe he was trying to teach you a lesson about what, like, I don't but know. But that's the problem though, is like, when just, we... Just get out of this relationship. Whatever justification you need to use to do that, I do know. that. Like, I think I... that's the part of the thinking uh, in like religious communities that I have a hard time reconciling is like everything happens for a reason. I think just sometimes bad things happen and like that's the nature of life and it doesn't have to necessarily like be meant for something. Like I think we always mm-hmm. learn from those things, but it just <laughs> that's how the world works. There's great yeah. things, and then there's also a lot of pain, and it's just random. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move over to Brianna and Vincent, because I felt like they had really, really good chemistry from the start, which we've talked about already. But, like, they woke up in the morning. They're being all cute and flirty. Like, he gets her number, and it's this whole thing. Like, it just, I really, really like them. Um, I really don't have much to say about them other than that. And then... The fact that, like, when they got to Vegas, where they're having their honeymoons, um, he got a call from his family that his grandma had had a heart attack and is in the hospital. Like, there's never good timing for something like that, but just it especially sucks that, like, he has that layered on top of all these things. But I felt like Brianna was very supportive. It reminded me of, um, unfortunately, this has happened kind of in the past, too, with uh, Iris and Keith. And Iris was, like, really great about being really supportive and and therefore her new partner and i feel like that's what brianna's doing now too so i'm hoping everything turns out okay with his grandma i don't know if i saw them in the previews for the next episode so i wonder if they did have to go back to atlanta so that he could be with her but either way I, i was just kind of happy to see that she was being like a really good support system despite them being like brand new yeah definitely i think like you said, there's never good timing for something like this, and hopefully she's okay. At this point, we don't we don't know. Like you said, though, since we haven't, I didn't see them as well in the preview. Yeah, I I definitely suspect that as well. Um, but I think this is using them. This is a probably interesting combo. Um, they are very flirty. Like they are. Mm-hmm very very flirty and um it's very interesting seeing like comparing them with some of the other couples that we see this mm-hmm. uh episode of just how comfortable they are with each other yeah. and they're playing around with hats and all that stuff and uh it just it's a really so far a great great pairing mm-hmm. um even the like the funny editing thing they did where it, he's like when she's talking to his side of the family and they mention oh when he's angry you just like, and the symbols to... clash some <laughs> like, and they like zoom in on someone's was... face really fast <laughs> it's like no this is just a normal conversation <laughs> like we've watched this like series so much that like like, I even, like, know what the, like, I can feel what the editing is going to be before <laughs> it happens. I'm like, oh, there's a symbol, right? Yep, yeah. there we go, symbol. Yep. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is how dedicated we are to our craft hey, here at Cup of we Three. we are in it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they seem, they seem, uh, they seem really cute. I don't know. I mean, she still looks like a Disney princess. Mm. I feel like we said that before. It's it's odd. Like, just, like, it's, like, only good lighting. I don't I don't understand what happened. Yeah. Um, and he has the thing where he looks like he's blushing every time, but it's just, like, his cheeks are just like that. I still and think just... he's just completely enamored. They, they both just seem, like, so smitten with each other and... Mm. The, their willingness to be like really open and flirty with each other straight up like reminds me a lot of like Woody and Amani's energy from like the beginning 
where like Woody was yeah. shooting his shots and like she was just kind of like going along with it and they kept growing mm-hmm. from there. And so I think that's um, that's a really good instinct if that's type, you know part of your personality to do that. Mm-hmm. And like it to me, it just kind of symbolizes an openness to roll with the punches a little bit. And it also yeah. helps build some of that chemistry too. Like, I mean, it's, I think they're doing that because the chemistry existed from the start, but then the more you tap into that and you're kind of giving each other that validation, then you just kind yeah. of keep on, you keep on building and it's a nice little safety net to fall back on when you're going to have to have hard, hard conversations and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just, I'm really excited to see their relationship grow. I think it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, they seem like the one shining couple right now. <laughs> they really do. I yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't. <laughs> I know I don't, I don't know have anything else for them. They're just good. to say. Yeah, like they're great. I mean, I I do. Them going through this tough time together so quickly i think that's going to definitely help and he he then mentioned it like she's there for me like i think that's going to yeah help them bond quicker um for sure so yeah i i uh like i i want them to stay together hopefully they do <laughs> they seem great yeah i like they them very great. much yeah. um let's talk about ryan and clara so i think the things that stood out to me was i mean they they seem to have like decent chemistry they were kind of just chatty and a little bit of that like nervous talking it felt like mostly from her honestly (laughs) but (laughs) um the thing that was interesting i thought was like when she met with her in-laws and they were talking about and he talked about this too about how they're pretty religious conservative and she apparently used to be like more part of like a religious community and like kind of left that and doesn't really see herself rejoining that anytime soon. Um, Mm. So what do you think about that? Like when one person has a pretty religious family and like is pretty religious, the other person has kind of left that space. How do you think that'll work for them? I mean, I think that's a big deal. I mean, uh, not to go into myself, or us that much but like i think that was the because we feel the same way about certain religious things i think that was a huge huge factor with us mm-hmm. and um so i i definitely think i think it could be an issue honestly the more i see them together the more i'm not so sure about them i think weirdly before they had we'd seen scenes with them together i was like oh this is gonna work um and i and i still do i'm like if i had to put a number i'm still like 60 percent they're gonna stay together mm-hmm. but i've i've probably gone from like 40 percent no to no well it's like from like 10 percent no to 40 percent no um it's it's that but i think also they're very different in terms of communication style mm. mm-hmm. and it might, like you said it might just be this is like nervous chatty energy and meanwhile he's a little bit when he's nervous he's a little bit more reserved mm-hmm. and but it's it just it doesn't i'm not getting that that like flirtiness and connection that you see with Brianna and Vincent or yeah um or even uh Virginia and um and Eric yeah and Eric like they are very handsy and I'm not really getting that and this is day one so like that's super early right but yeah I think they like each other I think right now because I mean people have talked about Clara, people who are close to her as being chatty and she's a big talker. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Um, But I think right now in the early stages of her getting to know Ryan and Ryan getting to know her, I think her personality is kind of taking up all the space. And I think it's a lot of, um, I, I, I hope that eventually as he gets more comfortable in the relationship and everything that he uh, feels more comfortable, like pushing 
not pushing back, but just kind of like claiming more room for himself, you know, because I don't, I don't know. I know a lot of couples who have been together for a very long time who mm-hmm. one of them is very, very talkative and the other is much more, um, they, they just listen a lot more before they talk. Like when they do want to talk, they'll talk your ear off, but like, they're not really like mm-hmm. a big chatty person. And so I don't think that dynamic is necessarily ill-fated, but I think it does require the like more reserved person to be able to like stand up for themselves and like claim that space when they really need to. So they get heard too. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And if it was just that, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be as hesitant, but it's that with the, we just haven't seen the flirty chemistry side of them yet yes but they you know he said he finds her attractive she said multiple times she finds him attractive Mm -hmm. so maybe we're just early but um yeah it's it's (laughs) it's odd and the but i get like from her perspective if you're not religious and you're with two ministers (laughs) like that that's we're on the opposite side here Mm -hmm um Mm -hmm. so i i definitely understand that and she doesn't strike me as someone who would like back down or anything she's open about how she feels yeah i think is is good but um yeah i think it just gets more personal when it's someone you're in a relationship with and then their family or even like your own family where if there's like differences in perspective on religion, um, people always bring it back to like, well, what are you going to raise your kids believing or whatever? And that becomes just a whole other bigger conversation. Like I think they either, I don't think they covered it's it in, in this previews. episode. Yeah, the previews. Thanks. Yeah. Um, where they talk about, you know, he would want to raise his kids in a church environment and she would want them to um not necessarily be like hidden from what religions are but like you know have the option to explore that if they want but not you know be exclusively raised in that and those are big conversations to have and like i always struggle with when they should actually talk about these things because y'all just met like maybe let's just keep it light for a minute you know like we don't necessarily have to get into like the details of how you're going to raise your future children when you met less than a day ago um but but you do have to talk about it at some point it's just it's just a a lot really fast i don't know yeah well i mean that's this entire show and experiment right it's like they yeah are plunged into it yeah it's but i'm with you it does feel like you're almost looking for disagreements it's so early um yeah i I like the fact that they both have gone to Vegas multiple times already <laughs> and like like there's a lot of they seem like they are in the same friend group you know it mm-hmm. just it feels that way so I, I'm still leaning towards yes on them mm-hmm. um but I, I do I, I yeah I, I could see that becoming a factor for sure and i think part of this and they haven't really touched upon it yet but he is clearly a person who is like who appreciates structure and i'm getting a little bit more like wild and free from her this is just this could be surface level like i'm not uh I'm not confident with this take, but <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just, I think that is going to play a factor at a certain point where if you are someone like that, who is like, he is so focused that he is waking up like to work out two hours a day and all this stuff, right? Like he is yep. a very regimented person at mm-hmm. times and but then it's also likes to drink and party and stuff like that. So I get that he's he has multiple sides, but I think that could be a factor too. But yeah, yeah. yeah we'll I see. just yeah, I don't think I don't feel like we have nearly enough on them to like yeah. 
to know that's how i feel at least it just seems like we've seen like three seconds of them together yeah it's all chris and page they took up all the oxygen in the room and it seems like that will continue to be true because the everything will with them will become like part of the group's issues now and i'm not looking forward to that but we'll we'll see (laughs) we'll pick out something interesting to talk about from it other than everybody's mad This is, like, like, off topic a little bit, but, like, the preview where, like, Eric is, like, telling Chris, you know, you, if you're in, if you want to, you got to respect this woman, and if you're in this experiment, shut the fudge up. Shut up. No one asked you for your opinion. <laughs> like, I, he's doing the right thing, and I really appreciate it, but, oh, there's nothing I hate more than, like, some lecture from, like, who the hell are you? Who are you lecturing? It's a little weird, like, virtue signally kind of thing. Ugh. Be like, respect women like be really upset about it like yeah like, yeah do please Popular respect opinion women. man <laughs> yeah it's just my it's theory just... and my like snap judgment reaction to that was that eric and virginia like because they're in vegas and because virginia's virginia he's just like starting to like get up to her party level because they're on their honeymoon and so i think he's <laughs> just tipsy <laughs> Maybe. Like the man it's never possible. gets to be reckless. Like he's a pilot. He can't be hungover. He can't like he's got to be care. You know, take care of himself oh and all boy. that stuff. That's my theory. Is this, <laughs> this going to be a problem? Is this going to be like that movie with what's it, Denzel Washington flying a plane drunk? <laughs> this is. I'm going way too deep with the references, but. I mean, yeah. he's on his honeymoon. He can do whatever he wants. It's fine. It's just yeah. that's. Who knows? We'll see. Well, smooth um, transition to that. Yeah, I was gonna I say guess. let's just let's just hang out in Eric and Virginia world. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I <laughs> I just wrote down. This is literally in my notes. He thinks she's hot, so they'll be fine. <laughs> he does think. He does think. He like had his hot her his hand on her thigh. Like, oh, it was episode. upper thigh. This was like wink, wink, yeah. kind of thing. Let's. And I'm not dressed the best right now, so I I realize I'm in a glass house throwing stones, but can we get some well-fitting clothes for this man? Like, all his clothes is, it's like a little too baggy. Like, he looks like a kid playing dress-up. And it frustrates me, because he's he's not a bad-looking guy. He's, he's, but just, just wear, like, no more hoodies. Let's stop that. Like, it's okay having some, but, like, the weird, like, half flannel, half hoodie thing that he was rocking. Like, I saw that. I've seen that at Forever 21, okay? You're you're too old for that. You're in your 40s? 30. 30s? 30s? 36 or something? Uh, 38? I just... Yeah. Get, like, a... Just get a... Wear what I'm wearing now. Wear a sweater that has no branding on it. It just fits you well. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you'll... You're a good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Get the focus on that instead of your clothes. And then his t-shirts are always too big. I wonder if this is a thing where, like, because for work, he always has to wear this very uh, pristine sort of very, very specific, you know, attire. And I'm sure they have all mm-hmm. these things about it being pressed and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, by contrast, when he's not at work, <laughs> it's just like, I want to wear the complete opposite of that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're... <laughs> like, uh, I have... Um, know people who work like in the healthcare industry so they wear scrubs all the time so like when they're not at work they always like wear really nice outfits and they're very like stylish and everything and it, <laughs> I think it's just kind of like I just want to wear what I want to wear but but because you're so sick of wearing one thing you kind of go to the other extreme <laughs> but he yeah, does, it does no, feel totally like his that. wardrobe never matured with him like you see he's a very mature fine guy <laughs> but then he's got yeah <laughs> like yeah. Men across the world, if you guys knew, just like a nice fitting, clean t-shirt and then nice so fitting the pair of dark wash jeans and like clean tennis shoes, literally just that, A plus, A plus. Our bar is low. The bar is very low for guys. Y'all look great. All we gotta do is just like, especially, but like I empathize with him more because I am naturally a skinnier person. So I can empathize with this, but like, if you know that you are, you you especially want to wear clothes that fits you well, because if not, like his arms look tiny 
And the reason why they look tiny is because he has a t-shirt that is way too high and way too loose. So in comparison, yeah. like this is all like, just, yeah. we're all, Style basics. all comparison. It's, it's, you know, like he just, and then for him to like be giving words of advice, but then looks like he's playing dress up. It just, it kills me. And I, and I know that this is me being kind of shallow here, but I just, this is a I just, style I need corner. you. I just need you to do a little bit better, man. Just a little tiny bit. Oh, that's really funny. Um, but yeah, he is definitely, I think he is, he's amazed that he is with her. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's great. You know, like I, I think yeah. that that kind of is the fuel on the fire, if you will, to get that chemistry mm. kick started. And I also just all my I mean, I've, I've already talked about this with them, but I think they're going to meet in the middle. I think she's, I think she sees herself as like never really growing out of her party phase, but I, I think she will. And I think that he needs some of that more like lively spontaneity kind of like, for lack of a better word, young person energy in his life. I mean, he's not old by any means, but I really think they'll be a good pairing together they just kind of like need that time to create the new the new thing that is eric plus virginia you know and mm. it's just going to take a little bit of time and i think they'll be interesting to watch yeah <laughs> i mean i think if they are going to fail they're not going to fail quickly like there is enough attraction there that that is going to have to burn for they kind of remind me of Katie and Derek. Is that who I'm thinking about? Kate and Derek. Katie and Derek. Katie and Derek. I should know names so much better. Thank you. <laughs> we if, talked about them for an entire season. <laughs> I am so sorry, audience, for being so trash with names. I will do better. I if you know us you. at all, then you know that a goo will struggle with names, and that's just okay. I will, but I will do better. I will, I'm going to study this and I will not let yeah, this yeah. define me. Um, <laughs> you will overcome. I probably will. I will probably let this define me. But like in the beginning where they were like so hot and like, I was like, like I just, it felt like they were going to fail, but they still need to like get it out of their energy first. They had to like have basically have a lot of sex and be like, yeah. Okay, now that this is done. Oh, I don't like you. I don't like you as a person. Like I think <laughs> like I kind of get that with <laughs> with them. Um but I think he is definitely going to I get the feeling from him that he wants to make this work and he is he's going to do everything he can and she is a young hot wife that he was not expecting to have. Yeah. So it's definitely he's definitely going to try. I I just wonder when real life kicks in. Like, they feel like a couple that's going to make it this season. And then two years from now, we're, like, reading about how they're divorced. Like, if they do break up, it's going to take a little Maybe. bit of a time. But, you know, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they stay together and... Are happy have... forever. And everything's fine. Yeah, they're happy. They're on couples cam. And then we have to talk to them at one point, And it's going to be really embarrassing and weird because... <laughs> They would have watched this episode and said, oh, hey. Clearly, they would have caught up on everything we've ever said about them. You know, <laughs> Very important people. Okay. <laughs> Watch them just cut out just this part and like make it seem like we're just complete assholes. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard to but, do. <laughs> no. Okay. No, not really. All right. Well, I want to wrap up here with Haley and Jacob. Um, I feel like with them, it's just like slow start city it feels like they're both waiting for the other to make a move but even if the other one made a move then somehow it would be a problem it just they're both like that they're doing the thing where like you're walking down the hallway and you see someone and you try to get around each other and you keep going uh, 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 and you're like dancing and then finally you just like laugh nervously and like get around each other and then you just think about it and cringe yeah. for the rest of the day yeah i worked oh, in a lot sorry. of offices <laughs> Sorry, sorry, oh. so sorry. Oh, oh. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's just, it yeah. just feels like we've definitely seen slow starts with couples before, 
But the ones that seem to really make it work over the long term is when one person's really trying the whole time. I'm talking about Miles. I'm talking about Greg from Greg and Diana. Like <laughs> there's one person who's like trying to like get it going, get it going. And they just keep shooting their shot and then eventually it gets going and it works out. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. I've just noticed when you said those two couples, mm-hmm. it's the guy that's trying. I think I think that's the problem. I know. And I've I've echoed this before in previous pods. Uh I've had Pods. No, pods. <laughs> Sound, I feel so pretentious saying pods, but yeah, whatever. We're, we're podcast people now. We're, uh, we're in a whole new sphere. Yeah. NPR. Can I even say that? Whatever. All right. So <laughs> I think, and yeah, so like I said, I've echoed this before. I think, guys, this is a broad general statement, blah, 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 blah. Disclaimer Are here. You s- disclaimer here. Disclaimer there. Please don't try this drug if you have a history of heart problems. Um, I think guys are a little bit more accustomed to the basically having to try really hard to get a relationship to start. <laughs> the chase, if you will. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, not everyone. I'm sure The Rock doesn't have to do that much work. But generally... I was, I was waiting for you to mention him. I don't know if you've mentioned him this season yet. This is... Really? I thought I was, like, doing once an episode. I'm just kind of disappointed. <laughs> Are you getting paid by The Rock to just, like... I would love that. Do embedded I would love it so much. I wouldn't need that much money. I'd just be like, yo, can I just... Like, can I learn workouts from you? <laughs> That's all I need. I want to get swole. Okay. Um, but I think that... It typically, when it's the guy who is, like you said, a Greg, a Miles, we're a little bit more accustomed to that. And with this couple, he doesn't feel like the guy who is going to continuously shoot his shot. Not in the least. And I know the editing has been rough on him. Oh my God, like, yes. Like, a, I think you mentioned like he had this thing about... Mm, yeah. So, you know how they keep doing the supercuts of him talking about his house all the time and all the different mm-hmm. things he has that he built around it? There was some, um, someone grabbed a screenshot of like him posting somewhere and basically reacting and, and laughing at it because he was like, yeah, everyone, before I would talk about that, people would literally be asking me like what I've been doing in quarantine. Because of course, what else do you talk about with people after a, exactly. you're, you're in a pandemic, <laughs> like this is, that's an easy question, you know, because most people are yeah. like, I got really into baking or like, I have a lot of succulents now, you know, like his thing was adding things to we've, his house. We've done both of those things if you're interested, <laughs> yes. just if you're curious, audience, yes. like we have all the house plants now. We went hard on that one. A lot of house plants. Um, a lot of baking. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at, but <laughs> so like, I, I just feel like he <laughs> has had a really, really, really rough edit. They are trying very hard to tell the story of like he's awkward and weird and only talks about like three things which is like his house his steak and eggs and his graphic tees and it's like let's get some more information on jacob like i i just know what his hobbies are i know what he likes but like i don't have a good sense of his personality because all they do is reinforce those ideas of the things we know about him and so i'm really hoping we get a wider view of him because i don't think I have nearly enough information to make an assessment of what type of person he is other than what I see from the time that he spends with Haley. And the same with her. I don't get it. We talked about this last time too. I don't know who the hell Haley is. <laughs> they both seem like know. fine people. It's just like they we're do. not we're not really seeing all of it and so it's hard to it's hard to form an opinion. They just seem like so start. That's it. Like, what does he bench, you know? Like, we need to get to the details. To the details. Is he a curl type of person? Like, you know, what? how does he feel about doing leg day and chest day at the same time? Like, these are the questions that we need that we're not, we're not learning, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, you're totally right. It's just, we're not really, we, 
thanks to Chris and Paige again, who are taking up all the oxygen. I'm just blaming Chris for every problem this season has. That's super fair of you. Going forward. Um, yeah, definitely. But the one thing that I do think we've picked up from him is he is not the... I think he's a fine person rooting for him, but he doesn't strike me as the very socially outgoing person. Mm -hmm. He's more reserved for sure. He's more reserved. He's very dry too, which I think people read mm -hmm. as being shy or something. Like you have to kind of be paying attention with him to like see what's going on because it's he's all in subtleties. But we saw that with, oh, I was going to talk about that. Um, When Haley met, was like having brunch with his parents i was like oh okay this is like both his parents are both very like subdued um i don't know if subdued is rude to say but just they they're like very mellow and how they talk and very measured and that's more their vibe so i'm like oh okay i see where he gets that from now but like Mm -hmm. she hopefully that helped her understand (laughs) this isn't like him reacting to her the situation anyway this is like how he communicates so like getting to know him enough to not read into that and not have it yeah. feel like, oh, he's not into me or he's not excited. It's just like he's just more an even keel kind of dude. Yeah. He looks like his dad so much. Yeah, he does. It's amazing yeah. how similar they look. Um, I, I think I'm just jealous. I look more like my mom, but which is probably better for me. That turned out good. <laughs> Like, my dad's not a bad-looking person. He's, he's a very... He, he was... All right, so I'm going down the wrong rabbit hole here. Yeah, I'm totally... I think I'm with you with that. I just, again, in this beginning stage of a relationship, mm-hmm. you're kind of selling yourself. Oh, for sure. And if you're not able to do that, like, this is how friend zones happen. Is like, if they just never picture you as a viable mate... This is what's gonna happen, yeah. and yeah, I'm a, that's my only concern here. Is like, if I, there's a lot of scenes with her where she's just like nervously laughing, kind of waiting for him to do something, and he is comfortable in the silence, which I kind of appreciate. I think that's a good thing, mm-hmm. but um, that's not really helping him sell himself i know but this also isn't on him it's both of them you know and i think she kind of needs to come to the realization at some point hopefully not before it's too late but um that she can take a little bit of initiative in kind of driving things in the direction that she wants to go we saw this in like the early phase with christina and henry when they were on the honeymoon i was just gonna say that Mm -hmm. yeah like christina was yeah she was like yeah she was really trying to guide and be like the person who was kind of taking more of the lead for a little while and i think she didn't want that forever so that ended up contributing to some of their problems but um yeah i just think I think overall, like for <laughs> women, it's it's just a good good thing to think about. It's like, hey, we don't have to wait for the person, the perfect person, to do these things for us. We can also create that environment and scenario for ourselves and have them participate and get what we want and need. And it's also mm-hmm. great for the other person because we're showing them what we're what we want and what makes us happy. And um, so I think it's it's kind of like a product of gender roles and and how society kind of raises women to approach romantic relationships but um i she seems like a go-getter she seems like that kind of person i'm hoping she kind of just relaxes a little bit and is just like all right let's do this you know (laughs) like yeah here this is me i'm i'm not gonna be like sitting straight up on the edge of the couch anymore like i might sit back i might even cross my legs like ooh, ooh, oh girl. oh my goodness <laughs> i might even cross. give you a little kiss on the cheek i might even flirt a little bit i might even touch Kill your em. knee i might even pour oh you a drink God. like let's just... let's wow wow <laughs> what are we in a victorian age you're gonna show a little bit of oh just a ankle? little bit of ankle Ooh, <laughs> just a glimpse then you tuck the that fact away. that they have like certain table chairs were carved in a sexual way i'm like you guys were so repressed back then huh you you, oh we're talking about victorians now 
we're talking about Victorians. <laughs> this is me going all over the place. Yeah. Um, you're totally right, though. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, but I also kind of understand her hesitation because he is a new person that she's trying to read. He operates mm-hmm. in subtleties. And so she might not be sure that he's receptive to that. She might not be yeah. sure he's going to be comfortable with that. So it's just like, I think they're feeling each other out and we'll see. We'll see where that takes them. I mean, they're on their honeymoon now. Hopefully we get to see them relaxing and doing a lot of cool activities and yeah. having fun and getting to know each other better, which will help all of these things. <laughs> so, like, do you think they're going to stay together just if you had to go off of today, this episode? Um, I don't necessarily see a strong case for yes right now, but I think that mm-hmm. I, I would think that by the end of the honeymoon... If, if things go well, <laughs> then maybe yes, but I, I'm not seeing that so far, but it's also very early. It is. It's really, really early. Yeah. And I apologize to, you're right, Christina and Henry, she was definitely putting out a lot more than Liz. Mm-hmm. So I I realize that this is just like a generalization thing and that's not, it's not scientific or anything. <laughs> this is um, a very scientific podcast. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The most scientific ever. Okay, with that, uh, <laughs> we should wrap because yeah, we're getting slap happy and it's late. Um, all right. So thanks, guys, for joining us. If you've hung in there with us this long, this has been our recap of Married at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 4. Next time, we will be... Was I supposed to join in the awesome? I don't know. Again, very slap happy right now. So we're just going <laughs> to make this as fast as possible. So um, yeah. please go join us on Instagram. We are Cup of Three Podcast. Um, we post clips from the show. We post memes and gifts and all sorts of things. Um, so that's mm-hmm. a great place to go to see what we're up to. Um, if you're listening to this on your podcast app, just know so you know we are on YouTube. So you can just search Cup of Three Married at First Sight and we should come up. Um, our mm-hmm. little blue logo. Um, and if you're watching us, you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast app. So go check us out there. So did I cover everything? I think so. Yeah, no, I, I'm amazed at how you're able to like summarize this so Top well. Of the you know, <laughs> All right. Well, join us next time. We'll be uh, covering the next episode, episode five, where we get the big pregnancy storyline. Let's see, see how that explodes. I mean, I said that like I was excited, but I'm Yes, yes, yes. Alright, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye! Bye.